Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast. Yeah. It's how we do it, y'all. L-G-B, my straight out of Diamond Star Production. What up to the One Up Gaming? One up gaming is behind me. Let me get in beast mode. If you wanna try me, you don't need a cheat code. Kante is who I be to you. It's Mr. Hero, legendary adversary. Flows considerably though. I'm a super saiyan. I got Dragon Balls. I wouldn't lie. You might think I'm playing when I'm saying I can really fly. When I'm on the track, you feel the energy I'm pushing. I put me on the map. One up gaming is who I'm talking about. I'm the rapping master chief. Epic to say the least Contain the hero better Etch that in your memory And so the one up gaming for the show I'll contain the hero is really gonna show And we're back, it's One Up Gaming, it's me David, and it's Mr. Eddie. Yes, I'm doing this again. <laughs> yes. It's only been about five years, but you know, who cares. I'm never going to leave. I'm here for life. Ah, oh, well, that's good. At least someone is. <laughs> so anyway, it's episode 227. We've not really been doing many podcasts in the last sort of couple of months. Well, probably the last year, to be honest. Um, but hopefully now I've got things sorted. I've got my little room sort of sorted, so that's all set up now. So it's just trying to find days and times with the rest of the guys when we can all get together and record. But hopefully moving forward we will start to get more things organised and done. Um, so, yes. So what have you been doing, Mr. Eddie? I have been playing Vizuma games and nothing else, really. I've been silent. I have been playing some games. I've I've had a mental struggle with myself trying to choose whether or not I should buy Forsaken. And I've basically just landed on, I'm going to wait a couple months before I touch it. Because everything that Bungie has touched so far has turned to dirt. So... Yeah, I'm being very cautious. But in most games, I'm trying to figure out what I should pre-order, what I shouldn't pre-order, what I should buy, what I should buy. It's a very annoying process. I don't think I've ever pre-ordered a game in my life. I don't know, because there are games I want to pre-order. There are games that I want to get, right? There are games I want to get first day straight away. But I do not think... But I think there are so many games now that go down this that are, that are going to start going down this thing of oh 
the, the game's going to come out broken and we'll fix it later, but you have to pay for the fixes. Like, if one of the game's major problems is a lack of content, then you're paying for the, then you're paying for, to pay, yeah, you're paying to fix that issue, which I think is just really fucked up. Like, imagine that. Imagine that in any other industry, in like any other, in any other industry, like in film, where the ending is the problem, and they're like, if you want to see the ending of this, if you want to see the improved ending of this film, you have to pay for it. Eddie, like, Eddie, people lose their mind. They do that. Fuck off! No, they don't. They have the cinema release, and then like a year later, they have the oh, the director's cut and shit. The director's cut and that, yeah, and they add little scenes in that were in the movie. Yeah, but that's adding little scenes. Like that's 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 like adding little scenes. That's that's completely different. What I'm talking about is literally like, oh, you know, um, while you're watching this movie, the entire last twenty minutes of the movie movie just fizzled off. But in games, just just like, oh, no, you're gonna have to pay to fix that. Like we're, we're gonna sell it to you. I don't know. It's kind of weird because it's like there's a lot of things that the gaming industry can do that a lot of that not a lot of industries can do and i think one of them is they can take advantage of their customers a lot more than any other industry yeah because they know the customers are stupid and retarded kind of yeah because like when you look at when you look at destiny right when destiny 2 came when destiny 1 came out everyone was pissed because the game was basically trash I remember I played right at the beginning. It was horrible, but I bought it because it was Bungie. Now, it was a piece of shit, and it got better over time, but it was a piece of shit for a very long time. Now, people are being, people are usually like, you know, we were just like, oh, it's their first time making a game like this, so, you know, we'll cut them some slack. Like, you can't expect the first game to be a home run. So, we were like, all right, cool. We wait for the second one, see how they do with that. Destiny brings out uh, Taken King. They bring out the House of Wolves, all their different um, DLCs that they brought out. Oh, um, I can't remember all of them. And then, for this, and then when Destiny Two comes out, they do the exact same thing again. They leave the game broken and barren, and then make you pay for the fixes. So. You can say like, oh yeah, but they have free updates and um, there are things in the updates that are for everyone. True. But let me ask you this. Buy Destiny the base game without the DLC, any DLC, and play the game, see how far you get, and then tell me if it's a good game or not. Because I will tell you right now, base Destiny 2 is trash. With the with um, Osiris and Warmind, it's still shit. So, whether... Whether you can, whether someone turns around and says, "Oh, well, you know, it's just par for the course," it shouldn't be. Just because something's not, just because something seems like it's normal, doesn't mean it should be. This is basically telling every other industry you can nickel and dime and bullshit your way out of any situation. All you need is enough of the is enough of the community's trust. And I think that's a bit worrying. It's like, I, I think it might just be me, but it sends off alarm bells in my head when that type of shit happens. No, you're like, right. 
It's it's a it's a bad thing to get into when, as you say, you buy a game, and it's just every. I mean, the game might play well, but if it doesn't have enough content to keep you going, and then every three to six months they add like an extra three or four levels in, it's it's just not right. And that's what I'm saying. You could all right. So, um, Destiny Two, right? They have Forsaken coming out. You are pl- you are paying the price of a full game for Forsaken by itself. For the DLC, you are paying the price of a full game. That should not be a thing. That's not okay. That's not okay. I don't care if they did it with Taken King. I don't care if they did it with um, House of Wolves or what, or um, the fucking one with the uh, uh, Lords of Iron. I don't give a fuck if they did it before. That should not be a thing. You should not be paying a f- the price of a full, like a full price, a full price game. Fuck's sake! With the amount that I pay for, um, for Forsaken, I could literally buy another game. I could buy another two games, maybe. That's insane. That shouldn't be a thing. DLC's added on. It's not its own separate thing. It is added on. It's a add-on. Yeah. Before it was downloadable content, it was called an add-on. It is a add-on. It should not be priced as a full-price game. It should be the price of an add-on. DLC that is over 20... DLC, I think DLC that's over like £20, maybe, is too much. That's too much. You're, you're, at that point, you're just trying to fuck with me. Like you're, you're literally just saying you don't care. You want your money. That's literally it. Because I don't want to hear that, oh... Games should be a certain price now, so hence why DLC is expensive. I get that. I get it. But fuck you. Because let me explain. Every single industry has gone through this. Every single one. Every single industry has had their prices rise ridiculously high. But they have, but every single industry has worked to keep their prices as low as possible. Yeah? Because do you think movie tickets are supposed to be this expensive? No! No, they're not. But cinemas are greedy as fuck. <laughs> and hence why people are now turning to Netflix and shit. Pirating's one of the is 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 probably the biggest way people watch movies now. And that's what and I think that's what the gaming industry needs to get get into their head. The moment it becomes feasible to pirate an always online game, it's over. It is over. No one, no one will ever buy a game again. No one will ever buy a game again because there will be no reason. I've I will just never have a, a lot of original Xbox games. Yeah, but that's you. That's just weird. <laughs> like no one has. Who who still has their original Xbox? Who still has their original Xbox? Shit. I also just got delivered three steering wheels. Oh my god! Why? Because I had to get one for the Xbox, one for the PS2, and. The other one's for the Sega Saturn. That is sad. <laughs> you don't need that many. One, you don't need that many steering wheels for anything. There will never be a time where you. And I've where got you have one like for the PS4 over. as well. Oh my god! And I've got one for the PC. Another one for the PS1 up here. One for the 64 up here as well. That is terrible. Not that bad, is it? 
there's never going to be a time when you're going to have seven friends over and they're going to be like, hey, we all want to play racing games on these consoles. Do you have a steering wheel? That's never going to be a thing. The only other problem is I've only got five TVs, so two would have to sit and watch. That's... <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's really bad. That's really bad. I get bored. But this is what I'm saying. It's like, I don't know. The gaming industry to me seems kind of silly now. Because you have Bethesda, because I think it's always been this way, where Bethesda was uh, releasing games that were basically broken and then mods would fix them. And then you would have, and now you have Destiny who rele- or Bungie who's releasing games that are basically broken and then, on, and, and then they are nickel and diming their community to fix the games. And it's so sketchy. It's like a really shitty thing to do. Because it's like, again, if this was any other industry, people would be losing their minds. But because it's, a, because it's games, because it's gaming, no one's paying attention, no one really cares. But if you went to a car, if you went, if you went to, I don't know, buy a car, and they were like, hey, we accidentally left the door off, you're going to have to pay us £3,000 to put a door in. People would lose their damn minds. But because it's a game, everyone finds it perfectly reasonable to pay £40 for, again, that is the price. When people found out it was £40, they dropped the price to 35 I think. You, 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 they are asking you to pay... No, they're asking you to pay 50 I think, yeah, 50 or 45 for the DLC and another another uh, DLC pass. So, if you bought the one before, fuck you. <laughs> the one you buy now is the one that actually matters. And it boggles my mind. I'm looking at it and I'm just like... Just... If, if Bungie was to come out and say, and say everyone can go fuck themselves, I don't think anyone would bat an eye. Because there's this thing about, because they're the guys that made Halo, I think a lot of people give them a lot of leeway. But I'm going to say this, and I don't. it's going to piss someone off. The only good Halo was maybe Reach. Like, I only liked Reach and ODST. Alex, the other Halos yeah. can go suck a dick. I like, liked the first one. I thought that was really well. I didn't like the second one. I thought it was too slow. The second one's pacing was shit. The fir- the first one was alright, but it could have been better. The third one looked awful. It yeah, was, it was just bad. It played like, well, but it just didn't look very good. It was just a bad. It was just a bad game. And then you had Halo Four, which. Is Halo Four like? It, I, I really it, liked Halo Four. I didn't like it at all. I didn't like it at all. Mm. I f- it felt like it felt like they were trying to make an action movie out of an action game, and it basically just turned into a really shit adventure game. Like, hey, you can go to it's like you know, there's action, action, action. No, I'm just gonna wander for a bit and just shoot things in the head and really not pay attention to anything that's happening. Because if, 
like when you try when I try and think back on the Halo story and all that other shit, I can't. Like the most I remember is that there were these weird alien things called the Flood, and that's about it. Why you would call an alien threat the Flood is beyond me. But all right, cool. It's like I get it. They're bungee. They have history. It's cool, but that history should not absolve them from being criticized. It shouldn't absolve them from being held to the coals because they did for a very. They have just basically fucked over an entire section of their player base that either can't afford to pay forty pound for a DLC, not a game. Again, this is not a standalone game. This does not turn into its own standalone thing. This is just an add-on. You are adding on some shit. £40. That's insane. That shouldn't be a thing. I am not going to go into a bookstore and they're going to be like, oh, we ripped out seven pages. You're going to have to pay us £20 for the other seven pages. I'd kill the, I, I'd, I'd, I'd kill the cashier. Like... No shit, I'd kill the cashier. They'd be murdered. Like, it can't... It, it doesn't make sense. In any other, if, you, if you say this, if you compare this to any other industry, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. But for some reason, in games, it's become commonplace. And that doesn't... That shouldn't be a thing. It shouldn't be a thing. It shouldn't be okay. But people are just okay with it. And, I, and, I've, been, and I've said this before. I honestly think... The gaming community is just willfully stupid. They are willfully stupid, or they just don't want to bite the hand that gives them nice things. Because they are like they will, there will be outrage in the gaming community for various things, for various like stupid shit. Right? People were pissed off at EA for um, Battlefield Two for the microtransactions and shit in Battlefield Two. Right? Yeah. Why? Because you did this to yourself. At what point did you let them know that you didn't want that? At what point did you say, oh, no, I don't want any microtransactions in my games? When? When did you say those words? Never. You never said those words, but you expect them to read your mind. You just keep buying packs and doing pack openings and all this other shit. And then you're like, oh, why are there so many microtransactions? Because you buy them. You buy them. You spend millions a year, close to billions a year, on tiny boxes with shit in it. <laughs> like, the fuck, man? This makes, like... And then um, you have Belgium. I think it's Belgium. Who are just like, okay, yeah, this is straight up gambling. And I and, and I don't understand how it's not, because it's like I'm gonna give you a box, and we're gonna roll. And we're, I'm gonna give you a box, yeah. And in this box can be anything. Give me money, you get the box. You don't know what's in it. You just gambled on the content on the contents of the box being in your favor. Hence, gambling, you dumb bastards. <laughs> it's not. How is that difficult? How is that difficult to understand? I don't, uh, when I think about it, when I think about gaming commissions looking at if loot boxes are gambling, I, I think, I think of like, um, how in 
Japan, they have pachinko machines. Yeah. And stuff. It's almost the same thing where Japan has a big thing on like gambling and whatnot, but pachinko machines are completely fine. And that's why you see a lot of Japanese gaming companies almost fully concentrating on pachinko machines and making pachinko machines because they bring in a stupid amount of money. And it's almost like for the West, it's loot boxes. Our thing is loot boxes. It brings in a stupid amount of money and no one's willing to regulate it. And you have Belgium being like, okay, yeah, loot boxes are done. You Like if you bring out a game in uh, Belgium, if you release a game in Belgium, there cannot be any loot boxes within that game. And it's like, now you have EA basically asking people, hey, please talk to your government. <laughs> please talk to your local government official because we're kind of getting fucked. And it's kind of true. You are getting fucked, but it's because you kind of made a fucked up system. And gamers can't sit there and be like, oh, we didn't start this because you kind of did. You, you bought the shit, didn't you? You, you bought everything they sold. I don't know. I just... I look at the gaming industry and there's so much shit we can do that other industries can't and we just usually use it to... We use those things that we can do to manipulate customers and people who buy games and enthusiasts because we can and we know that if they say something... We can just take away what they love and it's basically extortion. It's basically extortion. <laughs> no, like seriously, when you think about it, it's basically extortion. Because 100%, think about it. You need this thing for your thing to work, right? So, if you don't give me money, I won't give you the thing and your thing will not work. I used to play FIFA a hell of a lot, but I have never once put any real money into the FIFA game thing. Because you don't have to. I just don't like play you... the Ultimate Team thing. Yeah. I just play like the... the story mode and do championships and whatnot. Yeah, but it's like walking past the bookies. You don't have to go in. Mm. Just because you walk past the Ladbrokes doesn't mean you have to walk the fuck in. It's the same thing. Just because there are loot boxes in a game doesn't mean you have to buy them. Yeah, but it's... No one's telling you to. I think they're basically saying that certain people get addicted to the sensation, so they're the ones who are most at risk. And that's the point. If, the, if, if you are afraid of people gambling and like that have an addictive personality play, buying loot boxes and getting addicted to that sensation, because that's what loot boxes are there for. Loot boxes are made for you to buy more. I don't care what anyone says. Now, if they are built for you to buy more, well, they are built for you to buy more, and that, and you have an addictive personality, you shouldn't play games with loot boxes. And I think games with loot boxes in them should be 18+. plus. Why I'm saying that is kids have addictive personalities. No matter how, no matter who this child is, he had, at a certain age, you have an addictive, personal, um, an addictive personality because you get addicted to small things all the time as a kid. TV shows, food, 
playing outside, people. You want everything at a maximum degree as a child. You see what I'm saying? You want it, you want you push everything to its absolute when you're a kid. If a kid is handed a loot box, they will buy as many as possible because they want to feel that sensation that loot boxes give you. That bing and shit pops out. They like that. They're like, woo. And that and it and it gives them a certain it gives them a feeling of, you know, if I keep doing this, I keep getting this feeling, all I really need to give is money. Next thing you know, they're, they're, they just spend thousands of pounds on this go, on these goddamn boxes that basically give them nothing in return. Yeah, and I agree, some... I agree. I think the whole system really needs a proper overhaul. I think the entire industry needs an overhaul. And I know people aren't going to like this, but if the industry can't govern itself, because... I know we have the ESRB and all this other shit, but they're, they're not doing anything. Let's be honest. They're not going to do anything, and they won't. We have Peggy here in um, the UK. They ain't going to do shit either. But the problem they with, say they will, with but they won't. Peggy, it's a voluntary process. They don't have to abide to anything. That's it's, what I'm it's saying. It's not government-funded. It's actually uh, it's, just, it's just a there. couple of crappy people sat there going, oh, you put this sticker on your game. But that's what I'm saying. If... It's the same thing with it's the same thing that happened in movies, the same thing that happened with books. If you aren't gonna govern yourselves, then you will be governed. It's that simple. And I think that if game if the gaming industry will not govern itself, because they're not, they're not going to, they're making too much money. They are making too much money to govern themselves. It's the same way like um how actually I'm gonna connect I'm gonna connect this to real world news. I'm gonna connect this to fucking um, I'm gonna do a nice little tangent. Like a nice little connection, uh, junction, whatever the fuck. <laughs> when two roads meet, I don't fucking know crossroads. I don't know, man. Like, all right. So, put it like this. Right now, President Trump, the president of America, is under investigation for being a dick. <laughs> so, if he's, would you put him in charge of his own investigation? No. No, why not? Because we're not fucking idiots. If you put someone who's doing something that they shouldn't be doing in, in charge of their own investigation, I'm pretty sure the results are going to say, no, we're not doing anything wrong, I swear. And that's it. So that's what happens. When the gaming industry is told, okay, govern yourselves, when shit like this happens, no one is standing there put, um, putting anyone into accountability. Like. I don't like Nintendo, but for God, but for God's sake, they're the only people doing shit right. Are you serious? This is what's happening. This is how far it's gone. I'm stick. I am on the same side as Nintendo niggas who sell you cardboard. <laughs> I'm on their side. How is this happening? Just to backtrack a little bit there. If anyone's offended by that, Eddie is a black guy. <laughs> Oh, they, if they don't know that by now. <laughs> if they don't know that by now, I don't know where they've been. If you don't know that by now, I don't know where <laughs> you've been. But if you don't know, now you know. Look, all I need to... All, all I'm saying is, it's either 
the gaming industry, the entire industry, not one or two companies, no, every single person in the industry governs themselves, makes themselves accountable, or the all governments should start stepping in. And I mean pulling funding or giving funding, regulating what games come out, regulate. I want them to regulate every goddamn thing. Because put it like this, if the gaming industry can't control itself, then it should then the control should be taken away. Because at this point, they are acting like this because they can. They are treating gamers like this because they can. Not because they not because maybe it's because they're greedy, but it's literally because no one can stop them. Because you always hear that thing of, oh, vote with your wallet. No one does that. <laughs> no one does that. I don't care what anyone says. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to buy this game. Fuck off. <laughs> you're going to buy it. You're not going to walk into a game store and buy it. You're going to go buy it digitally and not tell anyone, you bastard. <laughs> don't act like, you, like you're not going to buy it. Yeah, sure. F- fucking right. Uh-huh. And then they're going to say sorry and you're going to believe them and then you're going to buy their next game. Because let's be honest, everyone knew, who, everyone knew who EA was. Everyone, they've been voted the worst company in America three times. Let's not pretend like people don't know who they are and what they do. And yet you still bought Battlefront 2 and you thought it was going to be different. Yeah, no. That's not how this works. It's like, it's like, it's like the gaming community has Stockholm Syndrome. That's what I'm equating it to. They've been held hostage for so long. At this point, they just love them. They they just, they love it. They love every single part of it. Being treated like shit. Being treated like they're stupid. Honestly, they're not giving them much evidence that they're not. Because, oh my God. I'm still like, the, the the whole Battlefront 2 thing still kind of messes with me. That people thought that the game wouldn't be like that. Like, the instant I saw that game, I was like, oh, they're going to put so much paid shit in that game. Even if it's just skins and, like, weird emotes from Star Wars. Because, like, Star Wars is about making money. Star Wars has always been about making money. Well, it, it is now that Disney's got it. Well, ever since it blew up, it's, it's become a thing of making money. It's, it, it stopped being... Because, like, you can see it in the movies as well. The movies are less about the story and more about making merchandise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's less like um, plot driven and story heavy important things. And now there's more like, oh, we're going to put this cute, basically useless animal there. So people say it's cute and they buy plushies. That's it. That's literally it. That's all there is, man. Like well, that's why that was it BB nine whatever it's called yeah or BB eight or some shit ah uh, yeah it was, so I don't know I've not seen him <laughs> uh, I don't watch Star Wars he's 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 basically just a shittier version of R two D two but like again it's stupid because we because again those fans don't really care they're just like eh it's Star Wars. Okay, sure, but you got real pissed about Metachlorians, right? You got real pissed when George Lucas tried to make this, tried to 
tie it more into science. That's what, that's what got uh, you upset. Clarion? I think it was episode two, Clone Wars. They tried to no episode one. Uh, they basically tried to say that the reason you are strong in the Force is because you have this thing in your blood. These like um, space things in your blood that basically allow you to tap into it. Now, the whole thing was with that was probably going to be, you know, certain people have it, certain people don't, which is why certain people are Jedi and certain people aren't. Because think about it. If there is no reason why everyone can't be a Jedi, why isn't everyone a Jedi? I want to be a Jedi. That's what I'm saying. Why isn't every random motherfucker <laughs> in the world a Jedi? Because if the Force is in everybody, then everyone has a certain level of the Force. Like, everyone has a certain degree of it, right? So, why isn't everyone a Jedi? Why can't... Ev- like, they may not be strong, they may not be useful in any capacity whatsoever, but why isn't everyone a Jedi? Why isn't everyone a Sith? It makes no fucking sense. No matter how you spin it or how you say it, it doesn't make sense. You need to make it make sense. Because just saying, oh, there's Jedi and there aren't, like, shut the fuck up. Seriously, just stop talking. Because the whole, this whole, this whole thing of, like, Star Wars fans getting upset about shit makes no sense. You're upset about random shit all the time. And none of the shit you're upset about even makes sense. You're upset about a guy trying to make his story make sense. Because it's not the way you would have done it. So, make your own then. Like, literally, make your own multi-billion dollar movie franchise, and then you can do whatever the fuck you want with it. You can put in a scene where Jar Jar Binks gets decapitated. I don't care. <laughs> Honestly, I love Jar Jar Binks. He's hilarious as hell. But, like, he was one of the only good things about the prequels. Which, I will say this right now, episode three, best episode, best Star Wars movie all time. You don't like it, fight me. But, like, 100%. I'm looking I'm looking at, like, all these different industries and how... And they all seem to be going in the same kind of direction of... People are either willfully dismissing the fact that they are being taken advantage of or they don't want to see it. Like, you know in um, We Happy Few, when people take uh, joy? Yeah. When they take that drug to make everything yeah. look lovely and happy. It's that. It's basically just people going, hey, I'm going to take joy and I'm just going to pretend everything's fine. And if it's not fine, then I don't care. And that's it. That's all people are doing. Because the gaming industry is not fine. It's not. It ha- it's not fine at all. We have an industry where games should be £90 or £80 or some shit. And we have an industry where we are basically okay with being taken advantage of because it's a certain studio or it's a certain game. That doesn't make sense. Ever. Because I get it, you know, uh, this studio has this, da 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 but there are still people who make these decisions, right? You still have individuals who are making these decisions and saying that this is a good idea. They know what's going to happen. They know people are going to get upset, but they think to themselves and they say this, and they ask themselves this very simple question. 
How much money will I lose? And I guarantee you the answer is barely anything. Why? Because barely anything. Like, let's be honest. How much is has has this hurt EA? Well, how much did Battlefront's fiasco hurt EA? Because let's be honest, everyone bought the people bought the game, so that money's there. People bought people bought um uh the loot boxes, so that money's there. People still buy loot boxes. Money's still going to them. Where is the difference? I don't see it. I don't see the uh, difference here. Like, nothing's changed. EA is going to release their next game. Everyone's going to buy it. Everyone's going to be upset because there's microtransactions. And then everyone's going to be like, oh, this isn't right. They shouldn't. Why? Because this EA, you dumb bastards. They're a business first. You lost. Everyone knows this. They literally just haven't said it out loud. But everyone knows this. That's how businesses work. You can say, oh yeah, but they need us. We're the consumer. Fuck you. You can be replaced with another man down the road in a second. You, individually, mean nothing to them. In a group, maybe a little more. But unless the group is a couple, hundreds of thousands of people, they don't really give a shit. And even then, I don't think they'll give a shit. Even then, I think they'd probably just be like, eh, that's like 2% of our audience, that's fine. Because you have to look at it. How many people have bought a PS4? Yeah, how many people How many people have bought a PS4 since the time it came out? I think it's like, what, 50, no, 40 mil, 40 million or something like that? I think it's about 50 now, I think. Yeah, so it's like, you have just a PS4 loan, yeah? Just a PS4 loan. Yeah. 50 million. So imagine, you have 500,000 people saying, we don't want loot boxes. That's like what? 1%? I don't know. I think everyone says it, but when it comes down to it... They still buy the shit. Yeah. Because let's be honest, you're still buying... People are still buying Overwatch loot boxes, no? People are still buying Overwatch loot boxes. So, why would anyone stop? Because I get it, it's Blizzard and it's Overwatch and it's good and they're fun and they don't hurt us. But, let's be honest, they want your money. Like, just because a stripper says you look nice doesn't mean she means it it means she wants a bigger tip what are you on about she, That's she, it. she always says she look nice my god man <laughs> it's just it's again it's true though just because they compliment you doesn't mean they love you it just means they want your money but I gave him my credit card and everything what are you on <laughs> <laughs> then you are now bankrupt and I hope you're very happy with yourself <laughs> But it's true. Like, we have this thing. I don't know why. I, I, it, it doesn't make sense to me in any logical sense. Like, if I try and think about it logically, it doesn't make sense. Why everyone constantly just goes back to the same games and the same companies and the same shit. 
And, like, I started this conversation with Destiny, but it is true. Like, people are basically fine with whatever Destiny says and whatever Destiny does because it's Bungie. It's Bungie, so it's fine. It's Bungie, so it's cool. But I like, bet if Bungie was still owned by Microsoft, there'd have been a big, massive outcry. Oh, fuck me. If they were still owned by Microsoft, people would lose their goddamn minds. They'd be like, oh, Microsoft's being greedy. Shut up. Shut up. Anyway, we'll move off from this sort of topic. Um, I'll talk about three games I've played this year. Um, but <laughs> This year? Well, yeah, we haven't done a podcast in a while, have we? That's a few months. Oh, <clears throat> First game, I really want anyone, anyone to email us at contact at oneupgaming.co.uk and tell me what the hell are you supposed to do on a PC game called Starship Corporation? I loaded it up, and that's basically as far as I got. It came onto a screen, and I had no idea what the hell I was doing. It's randomly clicking buttons. It was just impossible. Absolutely impossible. Starship Corporation? Yeah. So I, I guess it's one of those like 4X strategy space simmy games you have to build up your ships and do all sorts and I was completely lost yeah this seems like read instructions <laughs> this seems like one of those games where you're gonna need like a a couple excel spreadsheets and a serious serious like I don't know this, is, this seems like a lot this is like a lot. Well, I wish you good luck because, uh, yeah, no, fuck that game. That's way too much. That is way too much. That's some serious, like, simulation type shit. Yeah, um, the next game is a racing game called Gravel, and this came out. I don't know if it's the end of last year or the beginning of this year. And it got pretty much middling reviews and it's, I picked it up for, on sale for like 15 quid. I love the game. Absolutely love it. Hmm. It p- plays similar to like the old sort of Sega Rally sort of thing. It's, I, I really enjoy it. And the one game that I have to mention is we got sent it to review... Uh, I put a quick video up on our YouTube channel, but it's F1 2018. It's probably the best F1 game I've ever played. Yeah, I've been hearing that. But yeah, so I would easily say that since Codemasters picked it, picked the the license up, this is the best game they've made. It's got all the features, everything. The one thing that I wish it would have, and that's you start off as, say, like a 10-year-old, and you have to do like the, the proper go-karts, and you have a full season in there, and then if you do really well, you get you move up to either a better team or you can go to a really rubbish Formula 3 sort of team and you have up until your 17th birthday to try and get into F1. 
And if you get into F1, you generally have to start off at one of the three crap teams, and then you get up until you're like you're 25 to get into one of the good teams. And I, I just think that sort of career mode, I, I'd love that. Oh, so you mean like a proper like progression system type of thing? Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be good actually. Hmm. Because I think I think uh, FIFA, I think uh, like something like FIFA, like how FIFA did theirs. With the whole like um, journey and whatnot, yeah, I think that would be good. Did they still do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not, I don't think I played last year's one. Like uh, I think they did. They it started with you like going through clearing, like you play as a kid, and then you go through clearing, and you go so through. I all played sorts of stuff. the first one, and then oh yeah, they did the second one where he gets moved to a bigger club or something stupid. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. Are they doing it on this year's one? Yeah, this is one I think I'm getting moved to Real Madrid or something. Mm. But that's the thing, like FIFA, Madden, even some golf games like this, they they're starting to have this uh, career mode and actually turning career mode into a story mode. And I think that's really smart because with a lot of companies saying single player or story driven games aren't working or don't sell, if in a multiplayer game, and if in a multiplayer game you have a decent to very good career mode, then that's going to be the thing that people play first, and it helps them get into the game. Like, for example, uh, Fight Night. I think the last Fight Night, Fight Night Champions, that was an amazing game, and it had a great... Uh, story mode hmm. and that was one of the best things about that game that story mode was one of the best things about that game and I think we're going to see a lot more sports games have that story mode that career mode that kind of big drops you in the beginning drops you in the you know you're just starting out or you're a kid or the rest of it and then you're actually going to play a progression and you're going to move up because it's paying off for them a lot more than it would have before. Hmm. Like I said, Codemasters did it before with the, the Toka Race Driver series. Mm. You know, with the story mode and proper cutscenes and that. So I don't know why they don't try and go... Unless the FIA or Formula 1 won't allow them to do that sort of thing. Hmm. But I don't see why they wouldn't, but you never know. They might just want their license and that's it. So I think it's been like 45 minutes or so. I think that'll do for this episode, Eddie. So I will just sort of say thank you all for listening. Please visit our website at oneupgaming.co.uk. We have a Patreon, which is www.patreon.com slash O-U-G. And you can buy official merchandise from us at bluesideborg.com. Just search oneupgaming. We have an official album out. It's called... I say official. It's an album with 1UP Gaming, we produced it and released it, called Games Inspired Music. Um, just Google search that or go onto Spotify and add it to your playlist. Uh, we also have our first 100 podcasts um, available to buy at audiobooksontape.com. 
Um, we have Facebook and YouTube. Just search Warrant Gaming. We have an official Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash official. You can tweet us at official and email us at contact at warrantgaming.co.uk. Please subscribe to this podcast and like the podcast and give it stars and all that the other. And I believe that is about it for episode 227. So thank you, Eddie. Yes. And it's been me, David, saying thank you all, and we'll see you soon. So, goodbye. Hi, my name is Justin. I'm the developer of Pur Rocket, an iOS space game with cats. And I listen to the One-Off Gaming Podcast. You can find a link to download my game at facebook.com slash purrocket. Hi, Justin the Voice here. First of all, we'd like to thank you for listening. Seriously. We really like it when you listen. Yes. But if you'd like to do more than just listen, if you'd like to help us out, well, we have an idea just for you. Visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G. Your monthly micropayment will help us keep going all night long, baby. Oh, yeah. Mostly because we usually record at night. Yeah. But don't worry, baby. We got something for you, too. We've got special benefits for all of our Patreon subscribers. Yeah. Again, that's www.patreon.com slash O-U-G.